Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast that delivers cutting-edge food as medicine solutions for optimal health. Allie Miller is a nutrition expert sought up by the media and America's top medical institutes for her revolutionary functional medicine interventions. From disease treatment to prevention, every episode will empower you with ways to put yourself back in control of your health. Please note, the topics discussed are for educational purposes only. Now welcome, Integrative Dietitians Allie Miller and her co-host Becky Yu. Welcome to the Naturally Nourished Podcast. You are joining us for episode 382, and today we are sharing part two, Why Naturally Nourished Kids. Last week, we covered the rising problems impacting our children from diabetes to obesity to ADHD, mood disorders, and beyond, and how the current medical approach is high risk with unsustainable benefits, really overlooking how we got here in the first place. And so in today's episode, we're going to provide a lot of hope, inspiration, and excitement as we share how Naturally Nourished Kids' approach to eating can resolve these issues with food as medicine. Yes, we are super excited. If you missed last week's episode, we announced the name of my fourth book and a book that Becky and I are co-authoring together, which is super exciting, Naturally Nourished Kids, Food as Medicine for Balanced Minds and Bodies. And this has been a passion project of a long time coming for the both of us. And we are finally ready to take a leap and get this necessary resource out into the world. As we covered last week, there are really staggering statistics on increasing trends of disease in the youth. And we're seeing increased prescriptions pairing with this trend from antidepressants to stimulus drugs to uh, obesity injectable medications and other, as Becky said, high risk interventions that may not yield the best outcomes. And we know that this resource, Naturally Nourished Kids, is absolutely essential to support parents in setting up the foundation of optimal eating for their household and to not just combat chronic illness, but to support wellness and quality of life. And this extends to all household members. In today's episode, we're going to share the layout of our book, our vision, and make your mouth water with some amazing new recipes that will be featured. Yes. Okay. So excited to talk food um, as always, but before we do that, let's just have some quick updates. Yes. So as you are joining us now, mid-February, our keto class has been going amazing. We have officially closed enrollment, but we will be doing a fall class. There's already been a lot of you asking, so we will probably open enrollment for that in mid-late spring. um, So you can snag your spot to be locked in following summer to get back on track. But this round, we've been doing weekly instead of bi-weekly classes, doing a little bit more interaction between the deep dive functional medicine lectures of more Q&A. Last week, I had all of the members on with their cameras and they were asking questions over microphone and just a lot more of direct engagement and troubleshooting. And we're seeing amazing results. Many participants are already seven to 10 pounds down. We're seeing improved mental clarity, food freedom and less cravings, improved sleep, less inflammation, improved body composition and muscle gain in those that have those particular areas of 
focus. So we're really stoked to just share what's going on here and um, make sure that you mark your calendar for the end of the summer to make sure that you're signed up for fall if you missed this round. And I will note, if you can't wait that long, we do have our archive Mm -hmm. program. Um, And so the archive program is evergreen and available at any time. Um, And that takes you through these six modules. It's got all the resources in there. They are pre-recorded classes. So you don't get the live participation aspect. You don't get the Slack aspect with us. But if you're more of a like, I'm going to grind this out on my own. I don't maybe need this support. Or maybe you did the class a few years ago and you just need a little bit of an anchor and a reminder. Um, what's cool about the archive is that it's updated to, It's it wouldn't be this current class, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but it's updated to the past um, September class that we did. So we do periodically actually update the videos within the archive if we feel like, oh, new research has emerged or, you know, I liked the way we presented that a little bit better. We do keep that up to date. So you'll always get, you know, maybe one or two classes back from where we're actually at. Um, And you have access to that for a lifetime. It doesn't go away. Like if you do the live class, we actually have to wipe the classroom and close your access. We typically do that within two weeks of the class ending. So this archive you would have for the lifetime of our website. And it's significantly less than half off. So the archive is $149, whereas the live class is $399. So definitely good bang for your buck. And like you said, I think that's good, Becky. If you want to get rocking and see some of those results, go ahead and snag a spot there. We will uh, put a link in the show notes for the archive and then mark your calendars for fall. And then other update we have is just that the Naturally Nourished Tea line is flying off the shelves. So we shared a couple weeks back the release of our Naturally Nourished tea line. We have three different varieties. We have You Glow Girl, which is a blend of organic hibiscus and rooibos, super high antioxidant blend, and a nice tart flavor profile that helps to offset sugar cravings, supports also a good replacement for an evening cocktail or wine. I've been sipping mine in a wine glass almost nightly, um, and really high antioxidant, so has really great anti-aging benefits, and and uh, can support liver as well as uh, gallbladder and blood pressure regulation. We also have Boss Mode, which is our Indian biodynamic black tea, Assam black tea base with organic lavender and rose. And we've already re-upped all of these three tea blends. And I just want to note the sourcing is so particular and mindful. Like our organic rose and lavender come from Provence, France and our Assam comes from India. Uh, And so when we are blatch blending these teas to merge the flavor profiles with just these single organic ingredients, no organic flavors added to any of our tea blends, um, it's just such an artful process. And I think it's so beautiful to see these ingredients coming from around the world that are truly hand-selected and the kind of top quality that you can see in their own category. Uh, So Boss Mode is a lovely structured black tea that has the gentle soft side of the rose and lavender in there all of the tea base of the black tea or the green tea is going to be rich in l-theanine so really great support for alpha brainwave concentration focus without agitation and anxiety and we further support that in the boss mode by adding in that lavender and rose which can actually help to be have a calming effect to offset the stress and cortisol response from fight or flight mode 
Yes. And I swear that one. So I drink that like usually in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, and I swear it really helps with the concentration and focus aspect. So if I need to knock out a bunch of emails or, um, this weekend I (laughs) dove into organizing my shoes in my closet and I was like, let me just have my little Uh little tea Mm -hmm. first. And I swear it really gets you into that mode. And then I do the same thing with the you glow girl Mm -hmm. in the evening. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing the flower power green, um, in the morning, especially recently being sick. Um, coffee has not sounded appealing at all. So I'm starting my day with green tea. Yes. So the green tea is, uh, a flower power green blend. It has five different botanical flowers in there. So chamomile as well as, um, but bachelor's button is in there. There's also rose petal in there. Um, and we blend the botanicals with the green tea also to kind of support that nerving mellowing out effect. It's absolutely gorgeous and vibrant and, um, just a lovely base of an organic jasmine green tea in that one. So if you haven't checked them out, you can get a bundle of all three, which includes 12% off savings, um, or just check out whichever flavor appeals best to you. And you can still use the code NNT to save 10% if it's your first order of naturally nourished tea. All right. Let's just have a quick word from our sponsor for this episode, Carnivore Snacks. Yes. So Carnivore Snacks provides two ingredients of delicious, just straight up meat with Redmond Real Salt. But the way that they slow dehydrate their meat is an absolute lovely mouthfeel and texture. In fact, carnivore snacks have been referred to as a meat pastry, and I cannot agree more because they truly melt in your mouth. Um, You can check out a variety of cuts, anything from ribeye to pork loin to New York strip to eye of round to the sliders, which are different ground blends of ground lamb or beef or pork or chicken. They have brisket, leg of lamb, All of them are going to range between $25 to $39 for a five ounce bag. But I want to note that this is dehydrated and each ounce of carnivore snack is going to yield more protein grams per ounce than you would see in a wet cut of meat because they're pulling out all of that weight of the water. So you're getting actually 13 to 19 grams of protein per ounce. So a great way in like a fifth of a bag or maybe a quarter or a third of a bag if you're really needing to rely on this as a big proponent or big element of your protein-based goals um, that would be really easy to achieve using carnivore snacks and easy to throw into your gym bag or your briefcase. Also, Becky and I have referenced before sharing it with our kiddos if they're having a meltdown and they need more protein. Uh, Really great for teething toddlers and any age in between. Protein is absolutely key to keep us grounded and to support neurotransmitter development. So a great go-to to support energy as well as maintain a balanced mood. Go on over to carnivore snacks with an X.com. That's C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-E-S-N-A-X.com. Use Allie Miller RD to save 15% off and you'll get free shipping if your order is $125 or more. Okay. So naturally nourished kids is really a foundational handbook for optimal eating. In fact, our subtitle is food as medicine for balanced bodies and minds. So we're really focusing on supporting you in feeling confident about the food choices you're providing, the meals you're making to set your child up for success. 
Yes. And, you know, anytime we're using this word or phrase food as medicine, we have to think that diet can really be a double-edged sword. So diet can be a driver of imbalance or it can serve as the foundation towards optimal health. And your child's diet can be thrown off if it's excessive in carbohydrates or laden with processed ingredients or additives that can disturb behavior balance, driving attention deficit, irritability, or maybe priming the body towards metabolic diseases of diabetes and obesity, especially in the world of high glycemic index foods or processed refined carbs. As we talked about in last week's episode, our emphasis is really on a nourishing whole food approach, so using single food ingredients uh, and combining these into a low glycemic diet that is going to really ensure that our kids and teens are wired for optimal mood, for optimal metabolism, immune resilience, and simultaneously priming their body for metabolic success. So our goal is that Naturally Nourished Kids will really serve as an ultimate cookbook and guide to empower parents through a low glycemic, real food focused diet with recipes that the whole household will love. And our approach in this book is really one of abundance and empowerment, providing education on the why and the strategy of Naturally Nourished Kids what foods are best to select, uh, how certain foods might boost brain function or aid in growth and development while providing customizable worksheets, mom hacks, and time-saving tricks to put it together to make a reality of the recipes. Yes, and we decided to write the book as low glycemic versus keto, or for a while there we were calling it low-carb kids. Mm -hmm. Um, But we know that many children are actually so, you know, metabolically active that they're going to see amazing results with just carb control. Um, We also will provide benefits for those who might need tighter carb control or a ketogenic approach. And recipes will be tagged so that you know which ones to choose if we are dealing with, you know, a condition like epilepsy where you actually need Um, the benefits, the therapeutic benefits of ketones. Uh, But most kiddos are oscillating in and out of ketosis, Mm -hmm. even if they are on just a low glycemic approach based on activity level. If you're not constantly, you know, feeding them snacks, letting them graze um, in between meals, they're going to reap the benefits of, of kind of both ends of that spectrum. Yeah, and I think that's the big caveat, Becky, is as long as they're not. <laughs> yes, yes. And all too often, even us in our very structured and, and making careers out of food as medicine, we are bombarded daily in our schools with our children and in sports activities, birthday parties. I mean, you really can't go more than it seems two to three days without having the challenge of a processed refined carbohydrate creeping in somehow to your child's backpack, hand, <laughs> classroom, etc. And so I think that the big emphasis of this uh, you know, book is to really restart or really recalibrate their metabolism so that they have access to ketones with only a low glycemic approach. And, you know, low glycemic really is is a big part of this book, which is basically looking at reducing the speed and um, impact or uh, height of which the child's blood sugar would spike. We're trying to prevent blood sugar spikes altogether because following spikes is going to be residual crashes or hypoglycemic effects. And this is often where a lot of children then 
get hangry or have um, more distracted learning environments or attention deficit, uh, more mood outrage when they're having blood sugar dips or also during the times of highs, they can have lethargy, difficulty concentrating, et cetera. And so getting them off of the blood sugar roller coaster is the first kind of premise of naturally nourished kids. And I would say really anything we do naturally nourished (laughs) comes back to blood sugar. So, I mean, the second chapter of the book is called Why Blood Sugar Matters. And we break down sections of, you know, why blood sugar balance is important, uh, how dysglycemia is disruptive to mood and behavior. And dysglycemia just means mismanaged blood sugar levels, irregular blood sugar the no naked carbs rule we unpack. So identifying what a carb choice is and how we combine whole food carbs, which are lower glycemic than a processed refined carb choice to begin with. Um, But combining these whole foods with already their delivery of fiber and other complex nutrients in them, pairing a protein and a fat um, additionally to that carbohydrate to sit like a lid on a jar and not allow the blood sugar spike to be as dynamic. Yes, I think no naked carbs is so key and really a concept I started teaching with Noah at age two, trying to teach it with Mabel right now when she comes running up to me with these like freeze-dried strawberries that she Mm -hmm. absolutely loves right now and we pair them with coconut flakes or string cheese or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this chapter will also provide some guidance on how many grams of carbohydrate your child needs or how to, you know, distribute them, how to provide these carbs in the most balanced way and giving a lot of suggestions for those pairings of healthy protein and fat with your carbs. Yes. So that's going to be an entire pop out as well as worksheet, which can be an interactive exercise. And what's really fun about Naturally Nourished Kids is we provide scalability by age. So there would be, you know, how to discuss this concept with a toddler as well as ways to label lingo with teens. Um, And so there's this scaling or growth factor as they advance cognitively to be able to understand more nuance or deeper dive information so that it can apply to all ages. And then also in this Why Blood Sugar Balance uh, Matters chapter is a section about considering keto. So again, we did an episode a couple weeks back now about how keto is not extreme and, you know, the fact that in utero and exclusively breastfed babies are making ketones, but it's really how, again, these processed Uh, cereals and puffs and snacks really rob the children of having access of this metabolic flexibility. So we do want to kind of go low glycemic first, pair the carbs. And then if a child is actually in a diagnosis of obesity where they are being recommended a medication by their general practitioner, that's when we would advise using keto first. Um, Or if an individual, same thing, really when, when we're on the level of medication intervention. So same in the world of ADHD or neurological conditions if we've already done the therapy and we've done the baseline diet and we need to rack that up a little bit or turn that dial up to see a little bit more anti-inflammatory benefits less oxidative stress in the brain and also supporting the body's metabolism of fat um, those would be considerations so kind of obesity adhd neurological or diabetes when medication intervention is on the table or to get the child off of said drug is when we would take things a little bit more aggressive and we will have recipes tagged that already are keto as is especially if parents are participating in our food as medicine keto club 
class that's help, helpful for them. And then also ways to just kind of modify and then ways to flex up in carbs for the teen athletes or those that are looking actually for a little bit more of uh, weight gain goals um, or performance and growth. Totally. Um, so blood sugar balance is really the anchor of all things naturally nourished yes. um, and Every chapter is going to come back to that in some way. Every recipe is going to kind of inherently have this plugged in already. Um, Let's actually walk through the chapters and the outline of the book for listeners and just hit some highlights before we get into the recipe talk. Yes. So about a third of the book content is going to be chaptered in writing uh, versus recipe content. And um, we open up with the chapter, Why Real Food Matters. So right away, we're setting the stage of what is a whole food and how do you identify it? And then talking about what whole food has in its integrity um, before it's been stripped, refined, and processed. So what is the role of antioxidants and where do we find them in whole real foods? We will dig into nutritional density in ancestral approaches of protein selection. So the importance of eating snout to tail and how we balance out our methionine to glycine ratio and what glycine does for neurological development and mood, which as a little hint is it helps to support GABA levels, which are a natural anxiolytic or anxiety reducer, which a lot of our kids and teens would benefit from. If you heard last episode, we talked about the influx of antidepressant and anti-anxiety drugs. Um, So we talk about how we incorporate snout to tail right away at an early age with um, doing our superfood chicken nuggets, which have organs blended into them or incorporating bone broth into a smoothie or pork rinds maybe as a dip for guacamole. We talk about salt as the chemical bridge of flavors and really demystifying salt restrictions and the importance of salt for electrolyte balance and so much more. We talk about selection of whole foods, so prioritizing seasonal, local, and organic and what those words mean and how to um, really make your dollar count most at the grocery store or farmer's market. We present the topic of gluten and why you would want to consider going gluten-free in the household. We talk about toxins in the food system and the main ones to avoid, including research on food dyes and how that can play a role with ADHD and autism. And that's all just kind of in this why real food matters. So breaking down what real food is, the benefits of whole real foods, how to select them, and then what to watch out for in processed products, essentially. And then we covered why blood sugar balance is key already. Uh, There's another section on mastering your macros. And so this is where the carbs, um, keep carbs in check, lives. There's a section on why we hate non-caloric sweeteners, especially for developing children and developing palates, Mm -hmm. developing bodies. Yeah. Why, you know, real food sweeteners can fit in a low glycemic or low carb approach. We talk about the power of protein and how to source clean protein, how much protein your kiddo actually needs and like what a day of this could look like for a 45 pound child or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk brain boosting fats. So this would be omega threes for neurological health. This would be, you know, getting back to some of those kind of old school, um, lard, tallow, butter, um, and how they can be superfoods for kiddos. 
the best fats to put on the kitchen table um, and so much more within that section in terms of selection of quality of these items, not just how much do I need. Right. And and mixing it up, not getting yes. in a, ra- yep. a rut, if you will, with your fat selections. So using olive oil, of course, but other oils that are out there that you can use in dressings, etc. And then we have a whole section on throughout the ages. So we take you all the way from savory starts in the baby led weaning chapter section um, and then go into breaking food jags and becoming a taste adventurer, which is really extending from that baby led weaning six months to a year. Uh, plus we go into the food jags and taste adventure for like ages two to five. And then we have a section called making healthy hip uh, for our like preteens. Um, so this is from like our first or second graders into age 10 plus. And then we have a section called ownership and empowerment with tweens and teens. And that's really leading into more autonomy and choice, uh, how to navigate social situations and so much more. And then also in the content materials, there's a whole chapter on wellness and functional medicine and kind of how to take this the next step. Yes. So we actually have therapeutic support for common conditions in this section. So we have a section broken down for ADHD and autism. Uh, We have a section on optimizing digestion. So both on bowel regularity, as well as information on how to support your child with food allergy or sensitivity, as well as gut distress and microbiome imbalance. We have a section on growth and development and nutritional priorities, athletic performance, immune support, and then an entire section on getting started with supplements where we break down supplement essentials as well as those particular tools based on symptoms or need specific to a child. And then I think one of the most exciting things that we're working on now in terms of like how to bring this information to light, how to present it in a way that's appealing to the parent who's purchasing this, but also that they can share with the child. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we are including a lot of interactive elements. There's a whole section on making it happen that's going to have a whole bunch of different guides in it. Um, And then even within the individual recipes, there will be pop-outs of mom hacks and accountability or motivation tools to really get kiddos on board with this way of eating. Yes. So this making it happen section has building balanced snacks and meals as an interactive worksheet. It has the best ever lunch guide for back to school season and just keeping things mixed up and helping you to think in a matrix of kind of what goes where. There's a really fun smoothie worksheet, a being a taste adventurer section, which we're playing with this toy of like uh, doing a taste adventurer passport, if you will. So something like I our Thai sardine cakes might be on the higher level of more of an adventurous choice compared to our paleo chicken tenders, which might be an easy to um, select choice. But maybe you take a little bit of an advanced level by doing the turmeric honey mustard. Um, so you're getting some anti-inflammatory seasoning and trying something a little bit more outside of the box there. Uh, So I think that'll be really fun to help to kind of earn badges, if you will, as you extend into new flavor profiles with your child. Uh, There will be a protein tracker uh, to make sure that your child is meeting their protein goals. And then we also have a section which is really fun on age-appropriate 
food exploration. So beyond like this taste adventure try it chart, um, we have different ways for them to be involved in the kitchen. And I've been asked, and I've been kind of playing with my language here too, when I tell people about the project, is this a kid's cookbook or is this a cookbook for kids, if that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> um, so let's talk about just the age-appropriate interaction parts and how we see parents using this resource. As it's written and will be released at the end of this year, Naturally Nourished Kids is a cookbook for the entire household. So it is written at a high level to really ensure, again, that you understand the method and the reason and the research behind the eating plan, but it should be relatable to all ages. And then as you were saying, Becky, we have an entire section of age-appropriate food exploration. And we want in, especially like the savory starts and baby led weaning content, we want you to start to actually have your child engage with foods as even prior to tasting foods. So once they're ready to sit up and show those signs of readiness, allowing them to play with maybe a pepper, a big piece of pepper that you're cutting on the cutting board um, while you're cooking dinner for the family so they can smell, they can touch, um, they can start to have tactile exploration even before they're doing the baby led weaning and, and actually bringing food into the mouth and consuming. Totally. I'm remembering my kids with like a carrot, a bell pepper, uh-huh. um, even like half of a lemon with the guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, a, you know, big bone um, from making like bone broth or uh, making a bone-in roast or something like that. Mm -hmm. They always had something on their little tray table even before they started eating. So we'll incorporate some ideas of how to do that, how to do it safely, some of our favorite tools there. Um, And then the recipes themselves, if there is an interactive element, like have your child crack the eggs for this recipe and work on counting if there's six mm-hmm, eggs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have some elements of that interwoven with little icons or little pop-outs in the recipes too, to kind of get you, you know, a little foundational of like, how do I involve my kid in this without them like cutting off their finger and, yeah. you know, going crazy in the kitchen. And so even incorporating from like stemming kale, mm-hmm. um, so pulling the stem uh, off of the leaves and putting the leaves in a stack, um, how to roll the leaves. Uh, there's going to be all different kind of steps and phases, uh, dumping in ingredients for a smoothie, uh, mixing dough, dropping maybe berries into muffins. And um, then from there, you know, as we're working into the tween age, we're working on fractions, we're working on more advanced math. And um, the goal is that the child is involved in the process but it is a cookbook for the household. Yes, and all of this interactive component, it's not just to make it fun or bring it to life. It's actually because being a part of the process is something that is required when you're trying to establish a change in diet. And I think the more our kids feel empowered and like they have some autonomy, the more likely they're going to be to try new foods and accept new flavors. I know that Noah, if he's involved in making something, Mm -hmm. he's much more likely to take a bite of it at least and try it if it's something new. Um, Or, you know, if he gets to get up and cut the fruit himself with his child safe knife or something, he's much more likely to eat more of it. 
No doubt. And I mean, Stella, when she comes home from school, they do cook at her school. And so, you know, she started eating black beans yes. because they made yeah, yeah. black bean tamales and she it. wouldn't try them here. But I guess just the way it was presented oh, yeah. and the fact that the other kids were eating it, that was a positive spin on peer pressure. Uh, but I think it is so important, yes, that they are a part of the process and, and that really helps them have ownership and to be excited about it. The last thing you want when you're making a dynamic change and an investment in your household is for household members to dread it. Uh, so I think that we do a really good job of making sure that the recipes are delicious and that helps bring husbands and kids alike on board because they're eating amazing flavors and actually enjoying the meals. Um, and then they're getting these passive benefits as their body is recalibrating and getting back into blood sugar balance. Their brain is thinking clearer. They have more sustained energy that all of a sudden now they're getting this reaffirmation of the food as medicine. And it becomes something that becomes so natural to crave and desire. And that's really where we start to see sustainable outcomes and change. Yes. And I think for whoever's doing the cooking too, that is a point of big relief that like everyone can eat yes. the same thing or maybe it's a version of the same thing right you take a taco and you put it over lettuce for you mm-hmm. if you're doing low carb and in a siete tortilla for the kids and the husband but a same version of the same thing so you're not making a separate meal for your children Yes. Or for the kids, it might be what I'm calling like these reinvented hot pockets Sure, where you take your leftovers in that siete tortilla, roll that up and seal that and freeze it. And then it just gets thrown back in the oven baked. As long as there's a sauce in there and maybe a little bit of raw aged cheddar. Uh, I've been known to now do this with like ground taco leftovers or just uh, leftover chicken breasts that I'm trying to kind of add some uh, flavor to where we'll just throw in like chopped up bacon and raw cheese in the chicken and throw that back in a tortilla freeze it and it's good to go for an easy, quick after school dense snack or actual meal. I love it. All right. So Naturally Nourished Kids provides all that gold, um, but that's not all. That's not even the majority of the cookbook, which includes what to eat and how to bring it to life with 120 gluten-free, low glycemic recipes that continue to solidify the why behind Naturally Nourished Kids approach. Yes. So I think what we should do is just kind of scroll through our layout of recipes and we'll call out the chapter name and then each of us will highlight one of our most anticipated or recipe that we're most excited about um, to share with our audience. All right, let's do it. Starting with smoothies and sips. Okay, so this section of course provides you that guidance on building a balanced smoothie worksheet and the importance of keeping blood sugar balance with our liquids, which can easily become lighter fluid to our blood sugar. And the smoothie that I'm most excited in here is actually just a simple milkshake. Um, It's the vanilla cashew butter raw milkshake. Um, We're calling it a vanilla cream milkshake. It's basically an amplified real milk, um, a way to get a higher amount of protein into your child by adding that 23 gram scoop of naturally nourished grass-fed whey. And the cashew butter in there really provides a creamy mouthfeel. There is a vanilla bean pinched in there and that can be omitted if it's a quick, you know, weak morning hustle bustle uh, before breakfast time. Um, But a really great way to just deliver a nice dense protein source in an easy to absorb and use form. 
think I'm most excited about, maybe tied between the blueberry bone broth smoothie and the bone broth hot cocoa. So both elements of how to incorporate more bone broth into your kiddos in both a cold delivery. Um, So the bone broth blueberry smoothie uses um, a neutral tasting chicken bone broth. You add some full fat coconut milk as part of the liquid. So it's not all bone broth because that might be a little bit of a taste like chicken smoothie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then there's blueberries and banana and nut butter in there um, along with an option to kind of kick things up by adding some cell antiox and some bio C plus. Um, and as I was making all of these smoothies while I was shooting recipes this weekend, Noah was like, Ooh, I remember this one. Why don't we have this anymore, mama? Um, and then the bone broth hot cocoa would be a warm delivery of bone broth. That's not just hot meat juice. It's a souped up hot cocoa. Yeah. Love that. And then in the breakfast section, the, Apple bacon breakfast meatballs. I am super excited to share. So this has a base of both ground pork and chicken. And then you cook down honey crisp apples with a little bit of cinnamon and shallots. And um, we combine, it's kind of like Thanksgiving in a meatball. And maybe I think that because we made it on Thanksgiving, (laughs) but it has fresh sage and basil in there as well as pre-cooked bacon. Um, And then just two tablespoons of robust maple syrup um, that's incorporated in and, or we actually kind of brushed it on top and then did a little short broil to get them nice and caramelized and, um, amazing mouthfeel texture and I think it was a fan favorite we blew through a double batch of that I was gonna say I don't even think there were leftovers like the kids crushed them breakfast the next day but they ended up eating them for lunch and it was amazing yep um hmm breakfast section I think the um high protein egg bites which I'm sure they'll get a prettier name when we get closer Mm -hmm. to um actual publication um but these are kind of a riff on the Starbucks egg bites that are like so popular right now that now they have them at Costco and Mm -hmm. there's all these copycat versions out there. I picked up the Costco box because I was like, oh, I make these. Um, And the ingredient list was like miles long with canola oil and all kinds of really yucky, no bueno stuff. Um, But they're just an egg bite that's done in a slightly different fashion that makes it more silky and creamy. So you blend your eggs with cottage cheese and raw cheddar in the blender with a tiny bit of arrowroot just to act as a little bit of a stabilizer. Um, And then you add in um, bacon and chopped spinach, or you could really riff and do any, you know, Mm -hmm. um, any flavor profile um, that you want. And then you bake them in the oven with a water bath underneath on a lower temperature than you might like a frittata or something like that. So they get really like creamy throughout and they're just such a nice portable easy mm-hmm. on the go breakfast and you're mimicking that souffle or sous vide mm-hmm. I guess not souffle you're mimicking that sous vide process but not cooking them in plastic right. which is amazing yes. um that's why I'm really not a fan of a lot of those like water bath cooking techniques totally. because they're literally using like shrink wrap plastic under high heat uh but in this scenario we're just mimicking that with the water bath in the oven so I, I love using that technique as a cleaner option yes. for sure 
Uh, we have an entire lunch section, which includes lunchbox swap outs and a really fun worksheet I alluded to earlier. Uh, we have simple things like deli roll-up pinwheels, three different um, kebabs three ways called cool kebabs. Uh, I am really excited about in this section the vibrant chicken salad. Um, so this is just a nice, light, bright chicken salad that you can make with leftover pulled chicken from a roast chicken or from a rotisserie. And it's very herbaceous. It is not too creamy or mayo-heavy and works really well in lettuce gems or in romaine um, lettuce and uh, also has a couple different dippable options as a side. This might sound weird, but I'm excited about the tuna and sardine salad. Yeah. Um, I don't know many people who get excited about sardines, but I get stoked about their nutrient density. Yeah. And I personally would not sit down and eat a can of sardines straight up like Byron mm-hmm. can. Um, and so this takes kind of a classic tuna salad flavor profile, and you wouldn't even know that there's also a can of sardines combined. Um, has a little bit of like chopped pickle in it just for a little bit of brininess. It's actually a recipe I came up with when I was pregnant that somehow made it into <laughs> Those are the, the book. best options. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I always remember the macadamia chocolate chip. Oh yeah. Bacon, bacon cookies. cookies. I just dreamed that one day into existence. Yes. yes so good. Uh, in the entree section, it's quite loaded with a lot. So I had already mentioned the superfood chicken nuggets, which you might be familiar with from our YouTube channel, uh, as well as the paleo chicken tenders. Um, there are really fantastic, uh, cheesesteak stuffed peppers that I'm really excited about. Uh, And so this mimics all of the indulgence of the caramelized onion and um, the sliced sirloin steak in the cheesesteak. And um, of course, provolone cheese on top with some raw cheddar incorporated. And there's bell pepper in the mixture and then it goes into a bell pepper and is stuffed and baked and then broiled. Uh, So really indulgent, really protein rich, bright and vibrant in color and absolutely a kind of nostalgia favorite without the hoagie bun. Okay. And then, oh gosh, there's a cheeseburger casserole that I'm excited about, but that's Uh also very like meat and cheese um, forward, but lots of options for toppings. And it's almost like you're making a cheeseburger lasagna, if you will. So you're layering your ground beef and your cheese, and then um, toppings go on top after it's baked. And then you can cut it out in squares versus messing up your kitchen, like frying a bunch of individual burger patties. And I always love just a one pan meal, something you can even make ahead and put in the fridge for, you know, the nanny to cook or something like that if you're out for dinner that night. I love that. I love a good date night plan that you feel confident about a babysitter being able to execute and also not make a huge mess. Totally. (laughs) Amazing. And our uh, entree section is quite vast. There's over 20 different recipes in that section alone. And we even talked about potentially breaking out like an international section because we have Thai food in here. We have Indian dishes. We have Korean short rib lettuce wraps and curry and um, all sorts of just really unique flavor profiles, again, pushing the envelope of what would otherwise be called a kid's meal and really giving them that uh, ability to expand their palates into these complex savory flavor profiles. So 
super excited with that whole section. We have an entire section of bone broth based soups. So anything from a comfort food like broccoli cheddar bone broth based soup or tomato basil bone broth based soup. Um, I have probably my favorite in here would be the uh, Zupa Toscana, which uses ground pasture raised pork in there and cauliflower. Uh, really is just a light, bright, but also protein dense, flavorful dish um, with fennel seed in there and just really lovely. Yes. Um, I think I'm most excited about this riff on like a chicken pot pie um, yes. soup. So it'll have that comfort food feel, you know, chicken bone broth as the base, um, kind of classic celery, carrots, etc. Some peas in there and then just kind of a more creamy dreamy texture that would be the inside of a pot pie Mm -hmm. and a little like dumpling situation that we're still mastering and playing with yep but it will be mastered. <laughs> and then on to veggie sides. Uh, we have a, I would probably say my favorite one on here is the spaghetti squash cacchio de pepe or um, like that classic black pepper pasta. Um, now this does have a little bit of Parmesan in there because we didn't have the pasta water to reblend to make that dish. Um, but it is just a lovely side. It um, can you can add and up level your cracked black pepper on top, depending on the flavor profile of how quote unquote spicy that is for your children. Um, but black pepper is a really great way to raise hydrochloric acid or stomach uh, digestive juices. So this side goes really nice with a fattier, heavier meat, uh, maybe like a pork chop or ribeye. Um, this is a really great offset of a non-starch vegetable, giving you that comfort of a starch, but also providing you some of that digestive priming with that black pepper. Yes. Um, and then I'm thinking the, um, acorn squash wedges, which we also did over Thanksgiving are going to be a hit. Um, we kind of dredged them in some shaved, um, or grated Parmesan to Mm -hmm. create a crustiness and kind of made them more like french fries with a dipping sauce Mm -hmm. really lovely and then beyond the vegetable sides we have a whole section on salads Uh, i'm really excited about the uh, strawberry summer salad with the citrus dressing so there's lemon and fresh squeezed orange in that dressing with a little bit of honey and mustard and olive oil there's some fresh mint in there and basil we have an italian chopped salad and um, also a slaw in there, a rainbow slaw with carrots and beets. A nice balance of acid and bright, fresh herbs in that one as well. Um, there's a Caesar dipper salad, which I'm really Ooh, excited yeah. about using like the little baby gems and dipping them into a real Caesar dressing made with, you know, egg yolk and anchovy. Just a good way to like get kids ready for those more complex flavors. Mm-hmm. Love it. And then there is a snacks section and that one has some different bars. Um, there are, uh, there's a nut Nola bar or basically like instead of a granola, we're using, um, nuts themselves, which are going to have, of course, more healthy fat in there, more mineral. Um, and that's going to be held together by date, but we're adding in collagen and grass fed whey to offset that glycemic impact. And then of course the healthy fats from the nut butter and the nuts themselves, uh, the chocolate zucchini muffins, um, are actually making an appearance in this book, a little 
riff on what we have in our food is medicine keto meal plan. Um, and I'm excited about those with the chia seed in there and the zucchini and the cacao. And we use a pumpkin in there instead of banana as the kind of mouthfeel for a little bit of natural sweetness from that pumpkin, but also giving a little bit of that starch base in the muffin. And then kind of bridging from snacks, we have a section called mindful indulgences. And this is where the desserts live, but it's also where things like the berry zesty boost super balls live Mm -hmm. that could kind of work as a snack very easily as well. So some of these could be thrown into a lunch or they could be used as a dessert at a party or special gathering. These are things that might be also seasonal. Um, So this is where we would have like our grasshopper bars to potentially use to celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day with uh, or our superfood bark as something that works really well during the holidays. Or if you're adding like lavender in there, that could be really great for Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm really excited about the dirt cups. Uh, This is a riff off of what we made for Stella's third birthday, I believe it was. Yeah, her third birthday, the dinosaur park. Yes. And um, it's got a chocolate avocado mousse, a uh, base of like the dirt coming from a riff on my Coco Chia Bliss Ball. So there's uh, almond, cacao, date in there. And then um, we make gummy worms out of gelatin. And this layers in a really fun delivery that um, is fun for kiddos to play with. And they can really be involved in the whole process. Totally. Especially maybe you can compose these into little cups or into a full cake as a parfait kind of style. Yeah. Um, so much in that section that I'm stoked about. And then we have a therapeutic foods section where that's where the gummy worms that would go into your dirt cubs will live. Mm-hmm. Um, we have several different gummies in here from elderberry gummies to lemonade and orange creamsicle and a sweet dreams gummy that incorporates um, a little bit of relax and regulate for magnesium and tart cherry juice for melatonin support. Yes. Uh, we have our fermented garlic honey in here and we even have a peanut butter liver pate and bone broth popsicles three ways. So using the base of the bone broth and then elevating those up for particular areas of focus like immune, cough, sore throat, etc. Um, there's dips, dressings, and condiments to round things out. And this includes things like a gut boosting guacamole. That's like your classic guac with a little bit of secret ingredient, um, sauerkraut kind of chopped in there, mm-hmm. um, a Greek yogurt ranch dip, because who doesn't love ranch? And these are really vehicles to get kids eating more veggies for the most part. There's a really lovely barbecue glaze on here and then a different barbecue dipping sauce, which has butternut squash in the base of that. Um, so again, all of these dips, dressings, and condiments are a delivery of antioxidants, whole food fats, and herb seasonings and spices to really amplify food as medicine delivery while adding moisture potentially to a protein or just helping with a tactile experience. Kids like to dip. Yes. Um, so that can just be a fun experience experience. And I, I always recommend uh, using dips as a really good way to support balancing out your macros, especially when we're looking to support brain boosting fats. Yes, totally. So if your mouth is watering, um, I will link any of those recipes we mentioned that already live like on our YouTube channel, for example. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's actually a really good place if you're like, 
can't wait for this book Um, because we're not even accepting pre-orders at this time. We will let you guys know when that becomes available. Um, But our YouTube, we are trying to put out, you know, every few um, episodes or so a recipe that's going to be included in the book. So that's a really good place to subscribe to our channel to stay involved in the process. And you can even comment like, I tested this and I think you should do this instead or have you thought about this? And we would love to hear your feedback as this is coming to light. Yes. And with that being said, our Naturally Nourished ambassadors are going to be on board to help us with recipe testing. So we will be very confident that when this book gets into your hands, that everything will be tried, true, child uh, accepted with enthusiasm and uh, two strong thumbs up by all household members. So we are super excited to get this book into your hands. As Becky said, you know, we're not uh, yet doing pre-orders to the public, but we are still openly shopping publishers. So if you're listening to this timely in February of 2024 and you yourself are a book agent or a publisher, or you know someone in the industry, or you're just so passionate about what Becky and I put out here through Naturally Nourished that you know that this needs to come into reality, Um, any connections that you have would be greatly appreciated. You can directly email those over to the info at AllieMillerRD.com. We'd appreciate any direct connections or referrals as we are shopping the best partner to put out this product for you all to have access to. Yes, we are just so excited to get this book out there and into your hands and greater expanding, you know, into the world to really serve as a reference to liberate children from the metabolic handicap and give them the opportunity to experience freedom through food. Yes, uh, we know with great confidence that Naturally Nourished Kids will provide the opportunity to prime your child through teens, bodies, and palates for grounding, balanced mood, and behavior, and that this can be an enjoyable process that provides a foundation of optimal eating that will transcend through adulthood, having an impact on their generations to come. Uh, We are so stoked to share all of these recipes with you, and we hope that these become household staples that y'all incorporate in your weekly meal planning, and that most importantly, you really understand the strategy of optimal eating and use our resource, Naturally Nourished Kids, to make it your own. You know, really dig into the customizable worksheets and guides so that you feel confident in your journey for the household. We are always so honored and blessed to have you as our audience and um, we appreciate all of your support in the process of this new product and can't wait to share more as more details evolve. Thank you for listening to the Naturally Nourished Podcast. Visit our blog at AllieMillerRD.com for recipes, wellness tips, and food as medicine meal plans. Connect with Allie and Becky at AllieMillerRD on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, stay nourished and be well.